This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Welcome to Radio Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. I'm Teen Komar. And like it or not, I'm still Adam Pinella. And welcome to episode 59 of Radio Free Galaxy. Trish is not here. Uh, she went to go see a show last night in Kenosha. She saw Death Before Dishonor and Hoods, uh, kind of a hardcore punk show. And uh, she's a little tired today, man. So she's, she's getting get some... old. Yeah, she's getting old. Oh, <laughs> understandable that's a whole lot man tire anyone out old yeah so she went you know and probably you know did a lot of stuff today and her sleep habits are bad so you know what we'll excuse her for this one uh but yeah we got a show for you anyway despite the fact that trisha isn't here we're going to be talking about the season finale of loki and there's a whole bunch to talk about with that so that's probably going to be the majority of the show tonight and then after that we'll talk about uh episode 13 right of i believe you are correct episode 13 of star wars the bad batch we're on ryloth again for whatever reason so we'll talk about that and then we're going to talk about season 13 well we got episode 13 of the bad batch and season 13 of supernatural what are the odds what are the odds uh pretty good because we've been doing them together so actually it's not that weird but we're going to talk about season 13 of supernatural getting close to the end finally Mm. you guys finally getting close to this we made a commitment to talk about every season of that show and it seemed like it would take forever and it has yes it has it has it's taken months and months and months because we weren't doing them every week before nope and actually when we started doing it we were devoting an entire episode to each season that didn't go so well no people it turns out people don't want to listen to a whole podcast about season four of supernatural so Mm -mm. we decided to you know stick them together in this whole big you know review process that we do and also uh, a word on spoilers everything we do unless we mentioned beforehand, is absolutely spoilers. So if you don't want to be spoiled about Loki or The Bad Batch, or even if you are one of those weirdos that's watching Supernatural along with us, if you don't want to be spoiled for what we're going to talk about, you should probably go watch this stuff and then come back and listen to us because we just spoil the shit out of stuff. Yeah. 
we don't really do like recommendations. I mean, sometimes at the end of a review, we'll be like, yeah, watch it or don't. But by the time we've said that, we've already spoiled the whole fucking <laughs> thing for you. So, yeah. I, you know, I don't know what the point of that really is. But, you know, like the, the whole point of this podcast is, you know, uh, friends talking about the media that they like, the, the things that they like, the movies, the TV shows, the bands that they like and hey check this new thing out or something like that you know but like we don't do like uh you know uh, vague i don't just don't want to do like a vague review of a movie and not be able to talk about a movie if you want that there's plenty of places you can go for that you can go to collider or uh, rotten tomatoes or a myriad of other different sites and youtube channels and podcasts will give you some vague ass review and some shitty opinion and you know talk about the actors and the director and all that shit and we're just gonna talk about you know the silly stuff and have fun with it so oh yeah for sure so adam you got to open some cards today right uh yes friday on Friday? It was a pre-release, right? Uh, yep. Pre-release. pre-release for the D&D set for Magic the Gathering. Nice. And when does it officially come out next month, right? No, next Friday. <laughs> next Friday? Really? Yeah, I'm gonna... something like that. Oh. Okay, see, I should know because I ordered, like, uh, two set booster boxes of cards and two commander decks, and they're going to be on their way, but... Like, uh, you won't see him until like uh, a week from tomorrow, yeah, probably, yeah, like three days after release, something like that. If I'm lucky, because you know, I ordered from Amazon, like, you know, Adam always warns me against, I really should have gone through my local gaming store. Uh, no, it's warning against it. It's just that recently it's been a little bit more prevalent that people are like selling jank product that's already been opened and repacked, yep, so yeah, I. I was it's, just it's unbelievably easy to detect it. So like when like the, the link that I sent you when I was watching that originally. Right. Um I was like, how the fuck does this person not like how do you not realize? Like I if you've opened up a box of magic cards like sealed from the factory, right. you should know by now what to expect. You should understand how the plastic on the box feels. Right. And in the video, clearly the plastic on in there was like way too rigid and even though it had wizards of the coast logos on it it's like well whatever you can get that image and print it to whatever you want right i mean yeah you know i just i I don't know i don't see look i i know people are doing this uh whether they're um they're producing uh fake cards counterfeit cards or they're just opening product and then resealing it both of those things are happening i don't see the big profit behind it i mean like how much are you really making to go through all that fucking effort you know what i mean like god yeah we've we've all opened brand new and we're talking about opening like brand new boxes here brand new booster boxes here you get some value on it but how often do you actually get the value of the thing you've bought you know what I mean? So if you're actually buying a whole booster box to just open it, take the money cards, and then reseal it with jank and sell it to somebody else, but you're also like resealing it and doing all this work for what, Adam? 
for what? Just just in labor alone is like I mean it, it can't be worth it, and you have to be selling these cards like either immediately while the like while the market is like stupid for them, or you have to wait until three to four weeks after release date and yeah. the market saturation. Uh, levels out, and yeah. then all the prices level out. In which case, you've already lost all that initial snap value. Like right. case in point, the Urza Saga that I had you sell for me. Yeah. Foil, uh, foil, alt art, or whatever the fuck it's called, Urza Saga. Yeah. First day, ninety four dollars. Yeah. Two days later, fifty. Yeah. I got what thirty four, thirty five. Something like that, yeah. yeah. And some dude was coming at you for like 25 for it. This is yeah. like two, three weeks after it dropped. Yeah. And the price stabilized finally. I mean, and, yeah. It, it, which is fine, you know, whatever. I mean, like, if it could have, if I would have been like, here, put this up like right now and could have gotten yeah. like 80 for it, cool, yeah. whatever. It would, it, it is what it is. But it's like, you're not going to get that because there's still market flood. Yeah, I, I mean, I could have easily probably sold it for sixty, no problem. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if you're counterfeiting, if you're counterfeiting and you're actually like making like full booster boxes of counterfeit cards, I wouldn't understand that. I could understand counterfeiting like just certain cards, but like, is the anybody really thing? doing that? Like, oh, I was accused weird. of doing that, uh, or at least selling a counterfeit card by somebody that bought one from me. Uh, because he bought, I can't remember what card it was, but it was from the mystery uh, booster set. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- those cards were a little different. They were, like, printed a little different. They yep. looked a little, they felt a little different. And yep. and he had that complaint. He was like, dude, I've been, he's like, I've been collecting cards forever, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude. Yeah, I, I remember that, dude. It was just like, well, fuck that, dude. I mean, he, I, like, you can say you've been collecting forever, but, like, dude. I still have to ask whether or not something's third or fourth edition. Yeah, right. Because I'm not clear on it. Right. Because there is a subtle difference between the two. It isn't just the fact that there's a date on one of them or the other. It's like, no, when you go from like, uh, well, yeah, that's part of it. But there's some other things. Like, there's there's things that just aren't there. And like, oh, yeah. when you go into a card shop and the dude takes his cell phone and he turns on the light and puts it behind the card... Yeah. That doesn't always detect a forgery. No, that doesn't. That's that's not a thing either. And and with the in- inconsistency that Wizards has been getting their cards printed with, like that, for example, that Urza Saga that you were talking about, dude, mm-hmm. the foil, the foil. I I had I knew it was a foil because the the text on the bottom was foil, yep. but the rest of the card was like just a little shiny. And it was like, dude, this is the most jank foil I've ever seen. And I know this card is 100% legit. And, like, dude, their fucking quality control is just so shit. Like, dude, their foils just are so inconsistent and so bad. And then and then we get a fucking email because we ordered some uh, secret drops fucking for the D&D cards. And... Yep. What do you know? Another unforeseen delay. They've got that problem too. And it's just like, dude. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you don't want to. And we're not even ordering the Pringles chips. We're not ordering foils. We're ordering non foils. Yeah. 
We're in non-foil cards, and there's still unexpected delays. It's like with every other set they come out with, there's unexpected delays. That's part of the reason why I just order from Amazon sometimes, because I've ordered from the lo local gaming stores before, and all of a sudden, on release day, just out of nowhere, Wizards just sends the local game stores half the fucking stock they expect. You know? And it's just like, if I'm at the end of that list, well, you know, I'm like going to be fucking somewhere maybe a couple weeks down the line in the next printing or like yeah. a, a month like who knows so i ordered from amazon that way you get the price guarantee whatever whatever i'm a bad human being for <laughs> ordering from amazon i know well, no i mean like you, the, the really the, only, the two things that you're missing out on is getting your shit early yeah. slash on time yeah. and buy a box promo cards and just supporting my local game store yeah which i should I mean, be doing yeah, I mean, like you, you got two about equidistant range fee. You got you know, Pink Bunny Games not far. Like I'm not trying to plug any of these guys like purposely. Yep. You also well, actually got three. You also have uh, uh, Games Universe. There's one out in Franklin, and then yep. you got the Battle Brothers, right? And it's like, and there's probably more that I don't even know about. Um, yeah, yep. there's a few other ones I can think yeah. of. Yeah, like you could go to Lost Worlds and you know buy some Magic cards there too. They don't they don't gouge on prices. I mean, they do pretty reasonable pricing on there yeah. because ever since they removed msrp it's been the fucking wild wild west yeah right it, to <laughs> like, it totally is it totally is just based on like whatever the fuck based on yeah. supply and demand and they almost had to do that because their supply issues are just absolute shit you know like they have to let the stores you know upcharge a little bit if the stock is super low it it sucks that the store would have to do that but they have to a little bit if the demand well, they have is no way to enforce it anyway yeah so you know like yeah well yeah what are they gonna do send out fucking fucking wizards of the coast agents out into the fucking world to crack down on the local gaming stores you're yeah. charging 50 cents over the msrp for this fucking set well that's just it though because like um for example uh there's uh um the fuck I forgot what point it is. Anyway, there's there's like dragons to cure kinds of whatever. Yeah. Uh, that that's that cycle. One of those sets is like uh, per pack is pretty pretty expensive, yeah. but that's because there's uh, specific fetch lands in them. Right. That's why because yeah. it's a mod you can find a, mo a really heavily used modern card in there. Yeah. You know. Uh, whatever fucking Rhystic study comes from, like whatever set that is, boosters for that that set, ridiculous. Like it's, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 really interesting. What like looking at it, it's like yeah. Which is part of the reason why when Bitcoin was kind of getting iffy, um, yeah. a lot of the people who were doing Bitcoin they divested themselves of Bitcoin and they bought stuff off the reserve list because that shit just appreciates in value. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I, I got to bail $5,000 for the Bitcoin. What do I do? Well, I'll start buying underground seas or volcanic islands because they only go up in price. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that's the world of Magic the Gathering. But I yeah. still am pretty excited for this yes. fucking set. I, I don't even want to... You opened some already. I don't even want to know uh, a lot about what you did. Well, I think we'll probably make a video of... If Adam wants to join us, me, you, and Adam opening one of my boxes of uh, oh, you want to crack, cracking packs? Yeah, I would love not? to crack some packs, man. Why not? 
especially of this set. Especially this set, this because set's we're be all really such D and D heads, you know, from back in the day. Yeah, we don't play anymore, but we're always intending to, and we're still huge fans of it. Really, it's the only reason that I'm ordering some cards right now is because they came out of the fucking D and D set. Well, it was yeah. created here, wasn't it? What D and D? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, down in Lake Geneva. Lake Geneva. Yeah, by Gary Gygax. Who I met. Which I am jealous of. I met Mr. Gary Gygax at a Gen Con here in Milwaukee, one of the last ones uh, that was here in Milwaukee before it moved to Indianapolis, and I've never been to another one again. Yeah, so uh, what I'm saying is like we were kind one. of born into the whole <laughs> D&D uh, lifestyle, yeah. molded by it. Molded by it. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, when you've been playing since you've been seven. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the really the reason that me and Adam became friends. Plaid yeah. shirts and dice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about the plaid shirts thing. Um, I love my plaid. <laughs> more more like uh you know hair metal band shirts and uh, yeah. <laughs> D D character sheets hanging out of notebooks. Yeah, and lots and lots of graph paper. So much graph oh paper. <laughs> so much graph paper was injured in the making. I actually of these have characters. like a shit ton of graph paper now because I just. From many different tabletop RPGs, it's just handy to have. And yeah, oh, that's another reason why you should have fucking bought local. I got a cool fucking uh, notebook. It's got graph paper in it. It's got some slots for like uh, cards in it. What a, a Magic the Gathering one or? Yeah, like but it's D and D themed. What? what? Yeah, I'll send you a picture later. Mind blown. You bought this at Battle Brothers? Yeah, it came with my my box, dude. It came with oh. it. Yeah. No way. They didn't have a whole lot of them, but Marco was like, Marco or uh, um, David was like, hey, Adam, you want this? And I was like, hell yeah. So it's what? an intro adventure. With, it's an, there's an intro adventure with some pre-made oh characters. God. And then there's this little notebook thing that's got like some slots so you can put some magic cards in. Which some of the, because you bought set boosters, some of the set booster cards have monster stats on the back of them. <gasps> instead of just like that big white blank area and like the artist's name and the number. What? Yeah. Dude, you fucking... should have bought local. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could have had that book, Trav. I can always ask if they still have some, but Adam, know. they do not. They're no, too they cool. Don't. Oh my god, my I, dude, if you just saw our you'd faces, actually, no, dude, you'd oh, be man. surprised. You'd be surprised how many MTG players give zero fucks about pen and paper RPGs. Dude, that would All right, be the dude. coolest. Uh, we're going to take a break right now, and I'm going to go try to find... <laughs> Chaz is going to be like, ah! I'm actually going to go in the other room. I'm going to grab the fucking the notebook thingy, and I'm going to send yes, Travis yes, pictures of it. I might just send a video. Oh, yes, we yeah. need... To, I, oh, my God. I My brain's trying to wrap up, like, wrap around how cool this is, but, man... Yeah, I want to oh see God. it. I want to see the art on the front and yes. everything. So, no, all the right. art on the front is not that cool, but like it's 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 a handy fucking notebook. And also, also, I believe just this week or last week, uh, Mead re-released the Trapper Keeper, and you can get that in your local Walmart. I haven't gotten one yet, uh, but I did find out about a local Walmart that is carrying them, and I probably will be journeying there tomorrow to purchase several of them. Do you mean a quest? A quest? I'm on a quest for Trapper Keepers. Uh, yeah, but... Holy fuck, dude. What? Oh my god. They got the... They re-released the one that I had as a... One of the ones I had as a kid. What, with a geometric one? No, man, with the palm trees on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. they, they have, like, six of them. They have, like, six new designs they did. 
I still I I have four very cool old ones, and uh, we've got you know a collection here. We got that cool barbarian like Viking one. They didn't do anything like that cool. They didn't do anything like with no. like you know that. But they've got some pretty. They've got like a geometric one. There's like a sunset one. There's, oh, they uh, upgraded them, dude. It's not plastic on the inside. It's an actual metal ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty cool, man. So. I'm definitely, they're like 10 bucks. They're like 10 bucks. I'm going to go get one for doing my show notes for uh, Radio Free Galaxy. Same. Because uh, I don't want to use one of my old ones because they're uh, brittle as fuck. <laughs> yeah, they are. They, 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 I mean, that happens quick. They just belong on a fucking shelf they to look cool. They belong in a museum. So do you. Yeah, and the Mead webpage only shows three. Uh, if you look on Walmart, they've got all six of them. Four of them are sold by Walmart.com, and two of them are sold by another reseller. So I believe we have three designs available at the Walmart on 27th Street in Franklin, Wisconsin here. Uh, and nobody's going to hear this before I go get them, so fuck y'all if I buy them all. Ha-ha! <laughs> How about you? Yeah, so... We're going to go pick some of those up and check on this notebook situation. And we'll be back after the break with some talk about Loki episode six right after this. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst. Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst are the only brand of cheese filled sausage that will keep you even flowing all day long. Find them in your local supermarket today. Eddie Vedder's Cheddarwurst. Mmm. Welcome back to the show, and we are ready to talk about Loki Episode 6, and really an overall review of the show, the whole season. Uh, what we liked about it, what we didn't like about it. Um, and just a reminder, full spoilers, if you haven't seen episode 6, definitely watch it before we talk about it. Clickety clack clack clack, and <laughs> my brain just like, I hear it and I'm like, what was I saying? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> uh, uh, do I was saying something and now it's gone. <laughs> I, I have, you know, I'm sitting here, I'm smoking some herb, you know, doing a podcast with my friends, and you know, I have a very precarious grip on what I'm about to say. You know, I don't have no clearly I don't have a script or anything or even nope. notes that I'm working off of. So if my concentration gets distracted for a second. It's gone. <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> and uh, yeah, another thing that's bye bye is Loki, and it kind of sucks because I really like. Well, this not series. like God gone. It's fucking. Well, d- yeah, it's not gone forever. Clearly, as we find out at the end of this episode. Um, but yeah, so the name of the episode, episode six, is for all time always. Correct, which yes. is kind of the motto, not kind of, it is the motto of the TVA. the TVA. And we're finding out who the person orchestrating this whole TVA thing is. And we've all had guesses, and it looks like we were right. Right, Adam? Uh, like 
Until until I see the credits say Kang, it's not Kang. It's Kang. It's well, the thing about it is this isn't Kang, right? This 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 guy at the, so let's get right to who well, the Well, I mean, okay, is. so like I I can agree that like in I, I was talking with Steve Billick about this on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um uh when I was picking up my cards. Um so he thinks it's Kang, just like you do. And like the credits don't say it's Kang, but I mean I can concede that it's Kang, just like Sylvie is Loki. Well, here's the thing. That's, here's the thing. You're both. I think. I think you're actually both wrong, because well, no, you're right, and actually Steve's wrong, but I think that this is definitely not Kang, but Kang is coming, and it's a version. It's a variant of this dude, Kang, Kang the Conqueror, as we know Kang the Conqueror in like. The Marvel Universe sense, he is going to be a variant of this dude, and the dude wasn't bullshitting. Like a a badder, worse version of him is coming, and he was keeping the world from it, and that's going to be Kang the Conqueror, because this guy is going to be um this actor and is already slotted to be in the Ant Man movie, so and he's going to be the villain in the Ant Man movie, so that's going to be Kang the Conqueror. The guy that was um, the one that remains at the end of this, as he was named, um, mm-hmm. he's dead. He's dead. He's gone. That's the, the the guy who created the TVA. He's dead. Sylvie killed him. That's that's how yeah. I see it. There's no tricks there. She really killed the one that remains. Uh, I didn't really dig that storyline. I wanted her and Loki to take over or just end up together what yes. no matter what they did i thought it was kind of a cool i'm, I'm usually not down with love stories adam you know in yeah. my superhero movies but um this one the way that it evolved was kind of natural and kind of weird and i liked it it, it seemed genuine and honest it didn't because seem forced who, who could who could understand and love loki only more loki than, more than himself only loki, yeah only loki <laughs> and, and I mean, you know, Thor. Thor loves his brother. You know, Odin loved his son. You know, Veggie yeah. uh, loved her son. But like, no, nobody loves Loki like Loki loves Loki. Right. No, and, you're right. And like, and, and judging from that fight uh, in prior episodes, uh, nobody hates Loki like Loki. Loki. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And so I like that aspect of it too. That like. Loki knows Loki and can't accept Loki for Loki, even though that Loki knows it's the best thing for Loki to do. You know, Loki knows the good thing to do in almost every situation always has, but yeah, you know, I mean, ends up being Loki, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his, his folks showed him the correct way to be like, he wasn't raised to be an asshole. Right. So Christine, I, I know that you were, <sighs> because we watched it together yeah, you just didn't really dig the end of this show at all. No, no, and it has to do exactly with what you guys are talking about because, like, dude, that is such bullshit. What happened at the end, especially like he, his heart was broken, on, like at the end. Yeah, come <laughs> yeah, on, yeah, buddy. Come on, buddy. Come, yeah, like For I real. was like, first of all, like the entire thing where she's not thinking, like, hey, if she kills this dude, everything's going to explode. You know, like it's like telling the dude in Ghostbusters, don't pull the switch and then everything goes kablooey like just don't fucking do it and like i just can't believe that she's not thinking this through that it is just so one-dimensional with this and then she gets rid of the love of her life 
Like it's nothing into wow. another dimension, which is kind of like a Planet of the Apes ripoff, but whatever. But I was just mad at how that whole thing went out. I don't blame her for um, not necessarily trusting Loki, but I don't understand why she feels that she needs to kill the one that remains. Yes. I, yes. It doesn't seem reasonable. Like, why... Okay, I understand that she can't trust, but, like, can't she, though? Because, like, we we have seen her in the last couple episodes actually trust Loki. Yeah. And and trust other people, too. She's, like, trusted Mobius at certain points. Um, she, she actually even trusted Ravana for a second, even though Ravana fucking fucked her. Well, right, but when it comes to the other Loki, the Loki that we know... He has some really good points he's trying to give to her, and it has nothing to do about ruling or wanting to take over the TVA or being, uh, you know, the one who survived, you know, spot. One who remains. uh, His spot. Like, there's nothing in Loki right now that says that he wants to do that, and you can tell he's not lying because he does truly care for her. And for that to just kind of, I don't know, it felt kind of fluffed off. I was just like, ugh. But then it's the nature of a Loki to always do... Like, not necessarily the wrong thing at the worst time, but just to, like, somehow fuck everything up for yourself. You know what I mean? It's kind of the tragic nature of Loki. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but, then, never but, in be this case, but in this case, it's another Loki fu- fucking over Loki. And that's so Loki, though. To me, that's <laughs> like, so Loki. It's like, yeah, if you don't do it yourself, one of your one of your variants will do it for you. Like, have a nice day. Exactly. I, I I didn't like that choice at first, but then the more I think about it, I'm like, but it is so Loki to to fail when it would be so easy to win. You know what I mean? He, yeah. He's he's the god of mischief, not the god of evil. You know, so like. Well, this is a pretty evil thing that just happened. I mean, she did. I, I mean, you think so? like, mm. I don't know. I mean, it can't be reversed. So I guess it wouldn't be really technically evil because, like, nothing's really permanent in any of these. So I guess, hypothetically, no, that would not be evil. You, I take you that also, back. You also got to remember about Loki, um, oh, Sylvie, excuse me, about Sylvie. Like she said in this episode, she's she got fucking pruned by the TVA before this other Loki even existed. And, I, okay, so... Technically, that's not very long, really, because really this Loki variant just came into existence. Well, the time would have no relevance, would it, though, between the timelines? It would all kind of just be in the I same flow? You know what? We're starting to like you know, <laughs> the, the timiness of it all, and it really doesn't make any sense. All right, well, cool. what did we like about this, then? Well, I, I like the series overall. I, I'm, I'm more mad that it just ended on an absolute cliffhanger than yeah. anything. You know what I mean? I, I we're getting a season two. That's cool. You know, I I love that um, because this is my favorite Marvel thing that I've seen in a long time since like probably Infinity War. You know, or uh, was it Infinity War? What was the name of it? Endgame. No, the one before that. <laughs> it's Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I, I my brain always goes to the name they named everything in the comics because that's what I knew it for like most of my life. And then, you know, they just change it slightly for the movies, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, give, me, give me Secret War, please. Can I just have that already now? Please? Oh, Adam. I think oh, we're going to definitely get Adam Secret is. War. <laughs> I just, uh... But I want, I want the original Secret War, though, with, like, Battle World. I don't want, like, the subsequent, subsequent um, uh, 
second series they did with the like, scroll invasion. Yeah, and like Doom and everything, and like it was cool and everything. I read that series too, but um, yeah, I mean, Secret Wars two was cool. The one that came out in the eighties. That was fine when the Beyonder came to Earth in his like avatar form, and like he didn't know how like how to go to the bathroom and stuff and weird stuff like that. That was that was a good series. But the original Secret Wars from like nineteen eighty four, I believe. Yeah, I think that was around there somewhere around Prime there. Eighties was a dope ass series, and it was a simple concept that basically this creature from another plane of existence that really was the embodiment of like an entire universe the beyonder um just decided to create a world called battle world with different pieces of other worlds and he put a bunch of heroes and villains mostly from earth on it and just like was like let's see what happens <laughs> that sounds about right is that yeah. the same series where fucking namor jumped in that pool of water thinking that like oh i can go to, like refresh myself a little bit and fucking bound up diving into like a pool of like fucking straight chlorine Oh. I I think so. Um, it was also where Spider Man originally gets the black, black costume. costume, aka the symbiote. Yeah, because symbiote. Uh, his costume got all trashed or whatever. Yeah, Spider Man costume got super trashed, and I think that he, would see. That's why I want the Secret War because that would be an easy way to bring in that stuff into the normal MCU over from you know. Well, but then you got the whole Sony thing with Venom. That's what I'm saying. Like that's the like yeah. to get that property over if they could. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, like, whatever. You know, the, the, I don't know what Sony's doing with their universe. You know, we got that Morbius the Living Vampire movie coming. And, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's probably Jared Leto playing a vampire appropriately. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I can see I, it working, I guess. Yeah, it'll work. It'll probably be pretty cool. So He's a good actor. We got that second Venom movie coming, too. Venom, 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 Venom. <laughs> venom, Venom. <laughs> like a turd rolling in the wind. Like Part a turd two. blowing in the wind. Doesn't really matter. No. <laughs> Is it blowing in the wind or rolling in the wind? Rolling. Blowing in the wind. You know what? I am not going to go check that up. I don't want that on my phone search, okay? I look up enough weird shit. Okay, so getting back to Loki anyway, <laughs> instead of turds. Uh, <laughs> um, no relations? Yeah, so the the end, I, I don't know. I, I definitely think it, it is. It's, I mean, he even says, I've been known by many names, uh, blah, 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 the conqueror, you know. Blah, blah. I love the explanation of how he came into his super villainy his origin story that he did with his little wrist thingy his little hand thingy um kind of a liquid metal weirdness sort of thing i like that effect that was super cool yeah the entire place at citadel or whatever had those yeah. like lines going through i thought like it looked really good i just yeah i just didn't like the cliffhanger where it was kind of like the you end of planet the Apes. yeah i kind of like wrap it up it's cool if we end here but it's they didn't book, do though. that and it's, it's comic like, book <laughs> yeah i know but i don't know i Nah. I would have liked a little more resolution and you can still put a cliffhanger on the end. But it looks like they're setting up Kang to be the big bad of like the next series of events that are going to happen in the MCU. So, I mean, it makes sense. This is where he got introduced. We're going to be seeing a whole lot of that actor, which I'm totally fine with because yeah, he was, he was good. fucking awesome. Yes. Uh, if you guys want to look up his name real quick, 
he did at least deserves a shout out and some props because he was awesome. He was like kind of totally unhinged, but you could see it was from the weight of like this purpose. This is like information that he knows that like, yeah, he kind of had to create this weird bureaucracy of the TVA just so like he could keep order with all of the chaos really that he created, you know, kind of accidentally, you know? So, I don't know. Um, anybody got anything else on the episode at all? Uh, no, I think we summed up the... Really? I that's got... it? You don't have anything else to say about no, it? No, not really. I mean, it was basically like Kang just doing his entire speech thingy and then... What do we think Ravana's up to? She's on vacation. Just think that she went on vacation. I think she, she stepped just through went the door on vacation. vacation. Yeah, why not? Okay. Or investigate her old life or something back in 2018. No, I don't think that's it at all. But we do find out that she definitely was a school teacher and she definitely was taken from her variant timeline, wherever that was. I don't know what she's up to. I don't understand because she clearly didn't like. She clearly didn't come to. Um, the one that remains. I thought that's where she would be going, but like she's going somewhere totally else. And I don't know, maybe she's actually going to the time when the one that remains created the TVA to make herself in control of it instead, maybe, or something. I don't know. Jonathan Majors is his name, and he was fantastic as the yes. one that remains. And, uh, he was terrifying. He was terrifying at how unhinged he he was and how much he knew. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know exactly what he's going to do, what he what he knows, <laughs> and what's next. But what he also said is, like, you can kill me now, but I'll just be back. Like, just, right. like, how many times has he gone through this entire thing? Like, probably infinite. Not necessarily this thing, but, like, he's gone through things like this before. Mm-hmm. You know, and we don't even know if this is the original variant of him. He says it is, but he doesn't, he probably doesn't even know if he is. Depending on how long he's been doing that, even if he was a variant, like you probably would forget after, you know, like a millennia or an eon or whatever. And and that kind of, and that kind of infinite knowledge will make you unhinged, you know, and that's how he's, how Kang in the comic books kind of always has been. Maybe he started out. As just like this villainous time jumper that wanted to conquer everything. But when they got like into more complex stories with him, it was more so like he was burdened by time and like having seen too much. You know what I mean? And that kind of just makes you villainous. Like ultimate power ends up making you villainous in a way. We see that in Supernatural with Chuck, right? That he has all of the power and he isn't necessarily a villain. But, like, the decisions he makes make him villainous. Well, he doesn't know how to feel anything, especially for human emotions. And when you can do whatever you want, however you want, bring someone back to life, kill them, whatever, it means nothing. And it, and to the people that feel and have to experience it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It can make you a villain. The same, way, the same way with creators of a TV show. Like, if you don't like the way that Game of Thrones ended, then those two dudes, I can't remember their names anymore... That, that did the TV show, Game of Thrones. Um, everyone hates them for how they ended up the show. You know what I mean? 
And it's like they had to make decisions, though. They had to do it. They had the ultimate power, the ultimate knowledge of what was going to happen. And because we don't like how it ended, you know, then they end up being the villain. This is not the first time some show has had, uh, like, the creators be villains or they have to, like, do a different ending to satisfy fans because there's such a, like, in you know, everyone's enraged that they yeah. will go and actually physically do something ask, to them. Ask J.J. Ask Abrams about that. Ask George Lucas about that, you know? Neon, Neogenesis Evangelion. Yeah. There are two movies and, or, like, there's, like, three different endings for it. Yeah. yeah. Like... Yeah, the you know, I talk about hate. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah, it, it it happens in fandom, but it's because we get so attached to these things. I wouldn't give a shit. I wouldn't give a shit if this whole series was bad. And I don't hate the ending. You know what I mean? I, I don't hate the ending at all. We're not even actually talking about that. We're actually talking about Kang and why he's so villainous. It, but it's just because he knows more than you do. He knows more than you do. He's seen more than you yeah. He has to think... On, on a different plane if he really and he really does want to protect things doesn't he i mean why else would you create the tva it's not necessarily to control things what what end would that get you you know what i mean like okay so you control all of time so what you know like the people most people are never gonna know that like so like so what you know so you live in a castle at the end of time like is that what you wanted is that like your ultimate goal like so what you know, I really do believe he thinks he's doing, the one that remains at least, not Kang, but the one that remains is thinks he's doing a good thing and at least not letting time fracture. Right, and he also says, like, when he admits them, it's like, I'm tired. Like, I've lived many lifetimes that I've been waiting for someone younger to take over because, like, all that knowledge and time and different dimensions and like whatever else has happened in his life. Like, I mean, that could be tiring, especially when it's, it's like, burden. yeah. Like, especially when there's no start or end of time and you got to deal with all that shit. So you make the TVA to deal with most of that to just kind of keep stuff from going completely insane from the multiverse. But mm-hmm. it's like, I can imagine how heavy that crown's got to be on a dude. He's like, dude, mm-hmm. I just kind of want to be a scientist again, doing some other random shit instead of having to be responsible or for enjoy everything. any of this power. You know what yeah. I mean? You can't, you can't really enjoy any of this power, any of these, these freedoms that you have because you, you can travel time and you can travel through dimensions and you can control. You can't enjoy any of it because you know always that there's this burden that of what might happen. You know. And, like, you might get, even if you decide to ignore the fracturing of time, there might come another variation of yourself along to come and kill you. So, you know, like, you always got to be on on the lookout and you have to create something like a TVA to control it. It's just a control mechanism. That's all it is. I mean, it's just something he figured out to work, at least in this dimension, to hold control of the sacred timeline. I don't know what it's like in other dimensions because that, that would be very complicated and a lot to explain but at least in this one it's like this is the most rational thing he could come up with yeah. and now it's like now that he's gone it's like uh all chaos is gonna run through and like who knows what part that loki's gonna deal with I, it just is a very abrupt ending to this show though it i think really that's why is. i'm mad about it It also just kind of just stopped like it hit a wall just like yeah. we got so few answers and then all of a sudden like loki's just stuck there i don't know it's it, it was great all the way around. I you know I I like the explanation of the TVA now. 
in, in the beginning when we were talking about this show in like episode one and two, I was like, dude, I want a good explanation for this. And I think we got a super good one. You know what I mean? That it really hasn't been there all along. And it's not there in like every timeline. It's really no. only in this timeline. Yes. You know what I mean? So like, I well, I guess now after the show, it's, it's in multiple timelines yeah. because everything's exploding into chaos. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't wait to get more of this kind of time and space stuff in Ant-Man and in Doctor Strange. And, like, what's the next TV show that's coming out from Marvel? Do you guys know? Oh, I don't even know. Oh, yeah. No idea. Oh, okay. I haven't um, been keeping up with my Marvel news. Yeah, I know we're getting... Um, what the the Shang Chi movie is the next one, right? Is the next movie? Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> I you are the one that keeps up on all of that. All right. Uh, well, you know, uh, we don't know nothing, so I don't know why you even listen to this podcast. We were talking about Loki. I'm not prepared. We, we've got for other certain Marvel opinions news. about things we like and we don't like, but don't look to us for any information because none of us know. <laughs> no. Because we don't keep notes. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, if you want that kind of information, go to Collider or Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb. <laughs> They've got all that shit for you. We've just got some half-baked opinions. What are, and, what are we on, phase five? Four. Four, four and a half. Five. Four and three quarters. Four. Well, four just started. All right. So hold on. I will look it up. All right. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Yeah. You're the best. Well, I mean... I know what's coming out this week, but it has nothing to do with Marvel. What? Uh, the Masters of the Universe. Uh, oh, we're going to talk yeah, about that Revelation. next week. We're going to talk right. about that. Yep. So we just got the Black Widow for movies. We got we just got the Black Widow. Right. Um, next up is uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings in September. November That's going to be awesome. Eternals. Yeah, November we get the Eternals. Nice. Yes. Uh, December we get the next Spider-Man. Next year, March, we get... Um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Dude, I'm so hyped for that. Yeah. May, May next year, we get Thor, Love and Thunder. Why does that sound like fucking Thor's trying to be a Bond movie? Uh, then we <laughs> nice. get... Uh, I don't know how I feel about this one because, you know, the, the you know actor and all that. But um, then we get in July next year. So a year from now, we get uh, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Yep. Uh, then November, we get the Marvels. We get uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp in 23, um, Mania. We get Volume 3 in May for the Guardians of the Galaxy and Ooh. to be announced, Fantastic Four, which... Uh, yeah, um, next in August, we get the What If cartoons. Ooh, yes. <gasps> yes. Oh, I can't wait to see. Those it were the says, best, man. Yeah, it says late 2021 for Hawkeye. Oh, yes. Uh, That's, he's dressed yes. up as Ronin. Why don't they just call it Ronin? For fuck's sake. Because I think it's, again, we're talking about the next generation of Hawkeye. I think Ronin is going to continue to be Ronin, and his daughter is going to be Hawkeye. Mm. Right? Either that or Kate Bishop. Something like that. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. And then Ms. Marvel, which I'm not a fan of Kamala Khan, but whatever. She's all right. We'll see. 
that's in late 2021. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm open in to seeing other variations. 2022, we get Moon Knight, one of my favorites. Yep. Ooh, yeah. Yep. Um, then we get She-Hulk also in 2022. Hell yeah. I... You know what? This I have mixed feelings about this. In late 2022, we have the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Yay! Oh, that sounds fun. We'll see. We'll see. You know, that's, I think, the reason why is I don't remember them anymore, because I used to be really good about uh, release dates, but when... Well, they've got too many going yeah, on. Yeah, or they like be... keep on being pushed back a year yeah, or something, right. so I just kind of gave up right. on that. And, and now and Krav, Yeah. You know how I mentioned uh, Secret, <laughs> Secret Invasion? Yeah. Or, or not secret, uh, secret invasion, secret wars. Secret invasion starts in 2022. Oh, there you go. That's what. And they are bringing the armor wars and iron hearts, so that's to be determined. And then an untitled Wakanda series. Yeah. Oh man, so good. Now we can't wait for that. Yeah, that'll probably be pretty good. Yep. Oh man. All right. So the more Marvels on your way. We figured it out. Look, look. You don't even need any of those other websites now. We just gave you all the information that you need. For the next three years of Marvel watching, you're welcome. Yeah, just just irritate me enough, so I'll go Google search it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, like during business hours, you don't have to actually even irritate. You just have to ask politely, and I'll happily Google anything for you. That's kind of my job, and I enjoy doing it. But like, once it hits six p.m., eh, no more googling. No. If no I'm not if I'm not on the clock, man, you, you irritate me into a Google search. You're gonna get all the results. <laughs> irritate a Google. Yeah, yeah, so that's our Loki review. Uh, we we liked it. We hated it. Really, the only reason Christine hated it is she wanted more. Yeah, she I, wanted more. I would have been okay that. with the series ending, but it would have been had to have been like a two-hour episode or something silly like that. Yeah, like almost a movie length. I mean, I'm glad there's gonna be another fucking another uh, another season because mm-hmm. I love me some Tom Hiddleston and uh, I fucking love Loki. Yeah. He's so uh, handsome. At least at least uh, screen Loki. I don't know. Comic book Loki was like meh. Uh, but I was always kind of lukewarm on Thor and the anyway. And this is another vote for Hiddleston for Bond. He's handsome. Hiddleston for Bond, please. If it's not going to be Tom Hardy, it better be fucking Hiddleston. I would rather it be Hiddleston than Tom Hardy, to be honest. Yeah. I Tom, would too. Tom, I would too. too Tom, Tom Hardy would need to, to debulk. I think he's too. he would be too similar of a Bond to Daniel Craig. Yes. You know what I mean? You need you need kind of like a, a switch now to back to like a suave bond. A classic bond. You know I I, I want I want a more personality but more um it's the best way to say I want a wiry like yes. more dynamically acrobatic and like less like mm-hmm. I want a more finesse bond than a fucking like I mean, because Daniel Craig is a, is a good Bond because he's he's pretty well-rounded, you know? Tom mm-hmm. Hardy would be like the, you know, he's going to probably punch you before he's going to whip out his fucking Walter PPK. Yeah. You know? I'll whip out my Walter PPK. Well, plus, when uh, Tom Hiddleston talks, it's very convincing, and he's just, a, like, as Travis said, he's very suave, and mm-hmm. I like that classic style of, I got manners, but I'll break them when I need to. Well, and... Bond. and, and I haven't seen very many interviews with uh, Tom Hardy with Hiddleston when he's talking about playing Loki. Um, there's like a really good IMDb, uh, like I don't know, it's like five minutes or something like that. He's talking about like five key moments, lo- five key Loki moments, mm-hmm. and it's really good. Yeah. And, um, well, yeah, I, I I've seen him recently say that like he'll play Loki forever. He'll play Loki as long as they want him to play Loki. It, it's, yeah. 
he cares about this character. Yeah, and he like does. as long as they're willing to do new stories and like explore the character further, like it's cool. You can ha- you can have especially since he's a god, you can have other characters change and he's just always the same. <laughs> it's uh, it's always the yep. same fucking Loki, you know, just dip-dopping around, failing at the worst time, causing havoc here, doing the right thing there, you know? Funny jokes, knives, the whole deal. Kind of a, 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 I often wonder if uh, in the first Iron Man, they would have had fucking Don Cheadle playing fucking Rhodey from, <laughs> yeah. uh, from the get-go. Yeah. Like, how much different that would have that could have been? Like, yeah. and, and don't get me wrong, like, original Rhodey, I'm fine with the guy. Like, he did a good job. Terrence Howard, yeah. Yeah, he's, like, I mean, like, he did a really good job. Like, he did. No, no. But, like, honestly, after seeing Don Cheadle in the role, like, the line delivery... Yeah. And the timing, I think, is just a little bit better. Yeah. Well, I mean... Because I can... I mean, like... So, like, can you imagine, like, Don Cheadle, like, when they go rescue Tony? Like, so how's the humdrum V? Like, yeah. it, it wouldn't... He wouldn't have been laughing while he said it. It would just been Don Cheadle's, like, deadpan, like, I told you so. Well, <laughs> like, and also... And also, Terrence Howard is a good actor, but Don Cheadle's a great actor. And really also, is. if you've never seen a, a recent interview with Terrence Howard and how batshit crazy he is, please oh. look. We're 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 about to take a break right now, and uh, we'll be back with uh, the Bad Batch review. But dude, just stop the podcast for a second and go watch a Terrence Howard interview uh, anytime in like the last like five years or something. Dude is batshit, straight up. Check it, check it out. I kind of love it though. I'm not fucking. He's fucking crazy, and I love it. So we will be back right after this with the bad batch. This episode of Radio Free Galaxy is brought to you by the Anti Water Chestnut League. Because if you like water chestnuts, you can go fuck yourself. And we're back on the show. Uh, we're talking about the Bad Batch, and I just learned it's episode twelve, not episode thirteen that we're talking about. I was getting a little ahead of myself, so the whole thing we said about thirteen and thirteen—that was totally wrong. But it was a beautiful eye. Yeah, whatever. So, episode twelve of the Bad Batch, rescue on Ryloth, and we are following Hera and Chopper again. Happy to see more Chopper. Meh about Hera, honestly. I mean, like, yeah, because the Bad Batch is just taking, you know, the back seat, like, in these last two episodes. It's like, why are we doing these little mini episodes in the middle of a very short uh, series? Well, it's not very short. I mean, mean, it's it's 16 episodes. It's not, I wouldn't call it very short. It's not, like, Loki short or anything. But I get your point, like... Absolutely. Like, why are we doing this other than to set something else up or to get useless background information? It, it's like the, the Star Wars disease that we've had in like the last four, few years where like we have to fucking show everybody's origin story. We have to find out everything about everything. I don't know. It's just like I like Hera as a character, but do, do we need this much of Hera? You know, like. Unless we're setting up some other series that I'm sure is planned already and has been announced, 
and we're just not hip to fucking knowing about it. But clearly, that's what this is. This is some kind of setup for some other kind of show where we're clearly going to be following around Hera, Young Hera or something. I don't know. A prequel to a prequel to a sequel. Who the fuck could care? But anyway, we get an episode on Ryloth, more Twi'leks. Uh, fucking Hera's parents are... They're uh, captured by the Empire, and they're, the Admiral's trying to get information out of her parents about where Hera is, and he won't give it to her. Uh, they won't give it to him. And uh, so we Hera contacts the Bad Batch, at least there in this episode, and uh, we get some, you know, awesome Omega talk, you know, and uh, no funny business and things like that. Uh... But, like, yeah, any thoughts on this episode? Really, like, Honestly, it's just... these last two were really forgettable because I could have interchanged them with any of the other uh, Star Wars animated series they have. Like, especially when your main focus is on Hera and Chopper in the show called The Bad Batch. It's just kind of like, okay, I is this even going to tie into the next episode at all? Or is this just one of those little side episodes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I kind of see this one as more, like, being um, explaining how, like... The Bad Batch. I, I, I honestly think they're going to become part of the Rebel Alliance. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they really have much of a choice at this point. Yeah, if they're not going to be uh, they, mercenaries. They, well, they've always had a choice. It's just that, like, I think this is going to be the... I don't know. The end explanation of it. Of it. Like, part, like leading towards it. Right. I mean, like... You know, I, I I don't know. I just I hope we see more Rex. I mean, I know it's supposed to be about the Bad Batch, but like I, there's other well, you characters, can, you know, like, yeah, I, you can have a cast of characters. You can have like just like the Mandalorian. You know, I mean, it's called the Mandalorian, but there's fucking plenty of other regular characters in it. You well, know, of like, course, that's not the problem. That's totally fine. Like, and I and I'm fine with like Hera if she's gonna be like a constant character in this show, like in like seasons going forward. And if, if you're going to do that, like, okay, fine. You know, uh, I don't know if we needed to devote two episodes to it. Maybe one was enough, you yeah. know, but like, I mean, it, it just really feels forced down your throat. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, I just, I didn't care for it. I mean, I don't hate Hera. Chopper's awesome. I, they're great characters, but just in this, it's like. So what? Oh, right. I, I it's just, it's so like, what? so what? Like, like, you could have just completely, like, had that concrete first episode about them meeting, so in the future when you see them, it's cool. You didn't need an entire, like, hey, let's, you know, blow up this one refinery to get my parents out hijinks and, you know, have, like, whatever left of the stormtroopers try to, you know, turn, yeah. you know, on the Empire and get, you know, arrested. But, I mean, if but you've yeah. watched all of the Clone Wars and all of Rebels... You know that they just do things like this. Mm. They, they take several episode asides that you may not like, and they just do things like this. Like like in fucking uh, Clone Wars, where they had that run of like three episodes where it was just with the droids and that weird little oh that uh, episode bug guy. Was bad, <laughs> I actually like that. <laughs> Either you do or you don't. Yeah, I, I mean, actually I rather enjoyed that because yeah. I mean. But I think it was funny for, like, one episode, Adam. It was, like, it was, like, three fucking Mm -hmm. episodes in a row, dude. It was, like, enough. Enough. I get the joke. Like, this is funny. It's fine. But, like, three episodes? Okay. That's enough of my time you've taken from me. So, 
I don't know. Bad Batch. Any, any other thoughts on this episode? Not really. I don't even know where it's really going from here, if they're going back to SIDS or whatever. So, like, I'm just hoping well, to, like, pick up where we left off in the last... I, I think clearly at the end of the episode, we got Crosshair. He's going after the Bad Batch now. Yeah, like, he's been he's been let off the chain. Yeah, so. exactly. Like, his one purpose now, fuck everything else, he's going after them. And we're going to hopefully get some kind of resolution with him by the end. I don't want that to be a cliffhanger with him at the end of the season. I want some kind of resolution. Either he dies or they get the inhibit a chip out of his brain. Inhibit a chip. Inhibit a chip. Inhibit a chip. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned the inhibitor chips because um, uh, Hauser, he didn't have a inhibited chip uh, yes. response. Yes, exactly. What? And there's no explanation and for that. You know what I think it is? Um, no, like, all right, not every clone is going to be a commander or whatever, blah, 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 because they're all basically engineered for specific roles. So most right. of them won't ever go past, like, a squad leader or something like that, you know? They're just not gonna. Like, Rex, Rex was, you know, genetically designed to be Rex. He was designed to lead other clones. Yeah. He was trained to lead other clones. Same with Hauser. Um I mean, obviously, clones can can graduate out of whatever the heck they are. I mean, become like art troopers or yeah. some other type of specialist, like all fives. Yep. Did his thing before he got got. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Echo, because of his life experience. I mean, he's not just a normal clone trooper. He's part of the Bad Batch now, even though he's still a reg. But I think I think it has to do with how much autonomy that they're given in their design. Right probably has a small part of like how susceptible they are because hunter like probably didn't need to get his inhibitor chip fucking pulled out yeah but just in case you know just just in case you never know if it could fucking go haywire and Mm -hmm. send him you know like why even fucking take the chance so and i bet you it has a lot to do with what generation of clone they're at you know how far they are from you know Django, right you know, right. like, I mean, they're talking about the, the DNA of the original sample, like, breaking down, and that's why they kind of need Omega back, right? It's yeah. because she's, like, one of the only uh, unaltered clones, right? Yeah, it's like, like I, that's, like, that's been kind of, like, a question I've been, like, thinking about, like, how come they haven't gone after Boba? Yeah. Maybe they are. Maybe they are going after him, too, but... You know, at least they know where kind of this one is. Yeah. Because <laughs> they can't stay out of the fucking fray. You know, like, Boba's mm-hmm. just in the wind. You know, like, fuck. He's not making himself known right now. Be like, hey, yeah. look at me. I'm over here. <laughs> I'm over here. Come I'm, get I'm me. over here on Ryloth fucking saving these people. And I'm dick-docking over here oh. fucking fucking with the Empire over there. Like, no, yeah. he's, he's just staying in the shadows like, nope. Yeah, he ain't trying to nope. be a hero right now or uh-uh. anything like that, so... Yeah, I can't, can't wait for that Boba Fett series. I'll tell you that, man. It's going to be dope. Something I never knew I wanted that I'm really excited for. They got you. I know. So anyway, yeah, Bad Batch, episode 12. Any last thoughts? No, I think we covered most of it. I mean, I'm looking forward to the next episode. I'm just hoping it's not on Ryloth or around that. <laughs> I think we're done. I hopefully think we're done with Ryloth. We can we can keep Hera around, but enough enough with the Twi'leks. I, I really, I like Twi'leks and everything. I liked them a whole lot more when we didn't know everything about them. 
but and there you wasn't know, an entire planet of them. Like, yeah. you just like when there's one or two. When they were just kind of mysterious and like dancing around in Bent their movies to the and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I kind of liked them back then a whole lot more <laughs> because there were questions in my head. Now that I know everything about the history of the fucking Twi'leks, not as interesting as they yeah. used to be to me, quite honest. They aren't a mystery no and, more. And Star Wars overall like that but uh whatever we keep watching because it's star wars and it's fun so keep watching star wars keep listening to radio free galaxy we'll be back with our supernatural season 13 uh breakdown review discussion whatever wrap up right, wrap up right after this wrap it up. this episode of radio free galaxy is brought to you by mr t's knuckle shoes they're the only brass knuckle shoes on the market for when pitying a fool ain't quite enough. Mr. T's Knuckle Shoes. Get some. We're back on the show, and we talked about Loki, the Bad Batch, and now we're getting into Supernatural Season 13. And I... What was that? <laughs> Are we there yet? <laughs> <laughs> Almost, Adam. Almost. It's been a long car ride, buddy. I know you're tired back there. I know you're sleepy, but we'll be there soon. And you can go to the water park and everything will be fine. <laughs> I just want to ride my bike with my friends. I know, buddy. Let me go on this stupid trip. I don't know. Well, you know, we're going to see the Grand Canyon and it's something important that you should do once in your life. Yeah. And look at petrified wood. Petrified wood. Yeah, look at that too. And the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. Biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. <laughs> anyway, Supernatural Season 13. One of my favorite seasons of the show, actually. Uh, I think in particular because we get a lot of Jack. And I find Jack's storyline very good, well written. And also the actor, I think, is fantastic. He adds a nice dimension to the crew, the supernatural crew. Um, and I just like the way he's played off. And, you know, like the impending doom of him coming is just like, well, he's actually ends up just being kind of like this silly kid, you know, who at least in most of this season doesn't have the power that we think he's going to have. Right. Right. But also, I can't believe how you've turned your entire views around no, to no, loving no, 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 this no. show. No, Trisha no, no, no. is no, missing no, no, no. out on the absolute adoration you have for this. You're just like, Mwah! magnifique. <laughs> and she is missing no, no, it. No, 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 no. Uh, don't fuck up my words here. Don't no, fuck up no, my words. No, I, no. I love it. No, I love no, no, it no, no. so much. Just it, it makes me so passionate to be look, in the same room with you. <laughs> no, no. Look, I do not love this show. Okay, I love things about this show, but 15 seasons of anything can go fuck itself. All right? <laughs> Look, I don't I don't love this show, but I love things about it. And as long as we're all playing this let's talk about fucking supernatural for 15 episodes, I'm going to have the best time with it that I can. All right? I'm not going to sit there miserable and fucking watch this. You're trying to make me go off on a rant like I went off on last week, aren't you? I don't know. It's not going to happen this week because I actually like this season. So, no, I'm not I'm not going to do it. But look, I don't <laughs> Okay. I you know what? Don't do it, Trap. 
Don't do it. Like, what What you no. going to say? What What do you have no, to say? He didn't have no, 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 to no, say. no. I want to hear no, what you're going to say. No, he didn't. He didn't uh, have anything to say. I have nothing to say. Oh, I bet you I, I, support, to say. I support his position on the fact that there's things about this show that he likes because after fucking 15 seasons, anybody asked me to fucking watch another 15 fucking season thing and then do a weekly or a fucking uh, episode of, of this shit. Per season again, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's Can I get a rewind to go back when Christian says, "Yeah, we should do about no, <laughs> no." <laughs> Especially considering she ain't here for every single fucking episode. She hasn't even been here for like the last like three out of four of these motherfuckers. God damn like, it! I love you, Trisha, but fuck you. <laughs> I mean, you no, know, we can all take weeks off the podcast, but god. Damn it, not during Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here, we're now, we're yes. on season 13. Get us on track, Christine. Uh, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I just, I just wanted to talk about your do love for it. Do or do not, there is no try, and he doesn't have any love for anything. He has love for Jack, he has love for fucking Mr. Badass, he likes Dean, he hates Sam like the rest of us. Oh That's my all there God. is to it. I hate Sam so much in these later seasons too. Not only because I hate his longer haircut, I think it looks super douchey. And he always looks disheveled and like it adds to the overall drippiness of Sam. You know what I mean? Like he's always been a drip, but now he's like, oh, he's got that long disheveled hair. And then you add with the sad eyes and the worrying all the time and the complaining and the never and the having fun. Oh, Pro-Magnon forehead. Yeah, that four, that five, six head, whatever the fuck it is. That he's got going on. He's always I'm, furrowing his very big uh, moose-like. You know what? You know what else is? Good I, hate, about him? I hate his fucking holier than thou fucking attitude. Really. I hate that too. Hate that about him too. You know what I've noticed a lot though. Even though I love Dean, you know what's been weirding me out lately? I never noticed how bull-legged Dean was. Oh, he's very bull-legged. I never noticed that you in previous seasons, and for some reason, just lately, I've noticed it. And now every time I see him walking, I'm like. Is that a duck or is it? <laughs> is it a duck, duck or is it Dean? Duck, duck or duck. Dean? Next up. Duck, duck, galaxy. Dean. Duck, duck. Duck, duck. Dean. Uh, should Dean now be a fucking honorary member of the Duck Dynasty? Absolutely. It kind of would probably yeah. get along with those dudes yeah, very sense. well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, Dean's bullied, Sam's a drip, whatever. Uh, Jack is cool. Uh, let's talk about Christine. I know you and I have a particularly favorite fun episode and I'm sure Adam enjoys it as well in this season. Totally creative episode. Oh God. Yes. This is, I love when an episode takes a risk and one of my favorite tropes, even if it's been done a million times is a real world episode getting sucked through a TV or game console and being turned into some type of cartoon. And the episode I'm speaking of is episode 16 called Scooby natural. This episode was the, like as soon as I put it on, I'm like, Hey Trav, we're going to want to watch this together. And we both lost our minds because it was just genius watching you know, Supernatural and Scooby-Doo have a, you know, verse-up team, kind of like what they used to do back in, like, the 60s and 70s for Hanna-Barbera cartoons. And it was just really fun. Yeah, and it's fun. It's always fun to see Dean having fun. Yes. When Dean's having fun, the show's having fun. Yeah, Dean's all about this Scooby-Doo. Like, it's like <laughs> I guess that's the only cartoon they were able to watch religiously when they were on the road with his dad back when he was just hunting and they were just tagging along. Yeah. So he's like, oh, I'm going to try to go hit on Tapney. 
and it's like like there's all <laughs> that these... was the best that for me was the best part is the fact that he was trying to mac on daphne the entire time and she was completely oblivious to it yeah daphne like he was hating on freddie something hard and he was oblivious to that oh god yeah um <laughs> I like when uh, Velma was all calling, you know, uh, Sam, you know, this giant and an oaf and like, you know, shoulder, like boulder shoulders. Like she, she's just being nasty to him. And it's just, she, like, was, she was all a quiver about him, though. Oh, yeah. She was giving some freak eyes. I'm like, you know, I always thought Velma would be the freak out of all of them. And I'm like, OK, maybe she can make Sam not so drippy. I mean, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I remain breathing. <laughs> yeah it was it was a super fun episode i liked it a lot it was creative um you know like the the writing the voice acting of the scooby cast was you know eh. but you know it was fun it was super fun yeah to, that wasn't the point the point is it's like hey we're gonna go on a you know a supernatural mystery and dean's like hey look how many sandwiches i could put in my mouth you know because like he's doing all the little cartoon tropes like you know like hey i'm gonna run into a wall and chris splat like you know the coyote from looney tunes and right <laughs> but then like the real murders from supernatural start bleeding over into this world and yeah. like the scooby gang doesn't know how to take care of it like because like that's not what happens in their episodes We'll, they don't take it well. We'll definitely put together for for when we do episode fifteen. We'll, we'll I, at least I will. Uh, I want to put together a list of like even if you don't want to watch this entire series, which you shouldn't. <clears throat> there there are a list of essential episodes of this show that you should watch, and you can watch without having to watch the any other episodes at all yeah actually crazy enough i was planning on making a video for the radio free galaxy podcast for youtube about my favorite uh, episodes from all the seasons of supernatural and i mean like one of like scooby natural is on there but like basically my take on all that so yeah i mean that'd be cool if we all kind of did that at least about me just a few of the episodes not the entire run uh, i was just about to say y'all both have fun with that i am done <laughs> yeah i'm doing like i'm doing like a top five i'm not gonna go not through even... all 15, I'm not but... even doing a top my favorite. Like, yeah, done. Yeah. So done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Adam is done. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all a little done. Did we get, um, is, is it season 14 or 13? Can you guys, it was a memorable episode as well. I don't want to skip it over if it was this season. Um, that one horror themed episode where, um, uh, the, uh, Dean was super into uh, the horror channel that was supposed to be like kind of like Shudder. And I believe that's season fourteen. That's season fourteen. Okay, good. Yeah, I believe that is season fourteen because you know what I'm the, talking about. Yeah, right? um, Hatchet Man. Hatchet, Hatchet Man. Man. Right. I yeah. believe that is in season fourteen because the rest of these seasons are really like dour and yeah. dark and grisly, yeah. and the few episodes that are really like they stick out are like this episode and the one with the hatchet man and i think it's just like there's one per season in these two that i yeah. remember and i believe that one's in 14 yeah so um mary this season is stuck in the other world with lucifer with lucifer and there's this impending doom of michael coming to this world to conquer it or whatever and so we're like trying to prevent that and also figure out what's going on with jack like this whole season well there's also uh the demon asmodeus who's taking over crowley's role that's uh trying to get jack on his side as like the ultimate weapon against god or wh whatever he's doing i don't know he's right he and as old school D, D players like 
Asmodeus shows up. We always called him Asmodeus back in the day. Oh, wait, did I say it wrong? No, they in 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 the show they called him Asmodeus. Yeah, because I I used to say Asmodeus. More, yeah. I thought that's the way I used to do it, just right. like you guys. So when they said Asmodeus, I'm like, oh, I've been saying it wrong the entire time. So I corrected myself. But if you guys are saying I think that, they're I trying to go. Wrong. I think they're trying to go for more of a fucking Latin pronunciation. Exactly, okay. Adam. I, Deus is what I was thinking, and and that would be probably more proper to what it's supposed to be. But Asmodeus so. sounds better. Asmodeus, Asmodeus. It, it sounds better the it way the actor holier. says it yeah. in, in the show because he's got that southern thing kind of going on. In his that, white suits. Yeah, his, you know, Colonel Sanders. The kinda. Colonel. <laughs> exactly. Finger licking good. Yeah, absolutely so. But, I mean, he, he's cool. He's kind of a cool character and everything, but his promise never really comes through either. And it shouldn't really because he's like fourth in line in hell right yeah like the, the fourth prince of hell right yeah because i think dagon was the third yes and she, they're <laughs> dagon. that's a fucking that's a cthulhu fucking god yeah oh god whatever well it's uh, all made yuppie anyway it's, what the it's fuck supernatural. we're on season 13 <laughs> who gives a shit at this point yeah, from right. what mythos just I'm I'm just happy to get a good episode. I really don't need it all to make sense anymore because it never really has. Yeah. I tried. I fought against it in the beginning to like try to make it all make sense and everything. And y- eventually, you just have to accept that none of it makes sense. You know, you can't really tie any of it to what you actually know except for names. You know. So yeah, but uh, anyway, I was just saying, Asmodeus was one of my favorite. Uh, demons in old D D. He was in like the original monster manual, right Adam? Like the Yeah. The original it was a super cool picture and like I was just always attracted to that. So I would always throw him into adventures that I was DMing for like nice high level characters. And by the time like we were like three, four years into our game <laughs> that we had been playing with our characters on like the same fucking character sheets. Like we had to be fighting like demons and gods at that point. Yeah, at that point. <laughs> we couldn't be, you know, just hacking, slashing goblins some anymore. Some kobolds or some bugbears <laughs> yeah. or some shit. With our like plus 25 vorpal swords and shit. <laughs> so. More D and D talk. (laughs) Yeah. So, anything else on episode thirteen? Asmodeus, Jack. Where do we leave off? What's what's the last episode title? Do you remember? Uh, Let the good times roll. Yes. Uh, Isn't it that Michael gets into the world? Right? Isn't that where we leave it at the end? Oh God, I don't remember who's coming in or going out anymore of these supernatural. Um. Oh God. Yeah. I, I I'm seriously. I've been watching so much Supernatural back to back to back that they all kind of bleed in together. And there's usually some kind of sky tragedy that happens, but then it gets better by uh, Dean looking like into the camera and giving a little kissy face or something, and then it all goes away until next season. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? Oh Dean- wait. Um. Doesn't. Lucifer loses powers, or Jack loses his powers, or someone takes Jack's powers. Exactly. Like I, I th- it's a combination <laughs> of one of those. Exactly. Well, you know, we did the best we could. It's something like that. I don't know, but that's what you get with Radio yeah. Free Galaxy. Yeah. Sorry, folks. Like uh, Adam struck out. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're totally, we're, we could be prepared if we want I, to. I've been I've been done with this series for over a month now. Like yeah. I just like 
I'm letting other crap seep into my brain for my short-term memory. This stuff has been, like, gone. Yeah. I think next week we'll be talking about uh, Season 14. Uh, we'll be doing another episode of The Bad Batch. Loki's over now, so this week um, Masters of the Universe starts. Hell yeah. I don't know if it's all dropping at once or we're getting individual weekly episodes. It's probably... It's on... Netflix, correct? Yes, it is. If it's on is Netflix, it animated or is it live? It's animated. It's animated. Yeah, it's. No. Um, I'm telling you right now, I'm not watching it. Well, I <laughs> I'm am. just not, dude. I am. I am because it looks pretty good, yes. and the showrunner is Kevin Smith, and I got a lot of faith in what he's gonna do with it, and uh, we got. Mark Bernardin writing at least one episode, so I'm excited about that. He's an excellent writer, and uh, a lot of other guest writers on a lot of the episodes. So I'm it looks good. To it. Uh, the animation looks really great, and it, you know what? Mark looks- Hamill is Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Hamill is Skeletor. I can't the, wait. The voice cast is off the fucking. I can't hook, wait dude. for Skeletor to be sniveling and be like, ah, you know, Evelyn, why didn't you do this thing or? Whatever it looks great. It, does. it looks good. it looks really really good, and it looks like a continuation. And Kevin Smith, I think, has said as much. It's more of a continuation of the original cartoon, and not so much a like new interpretation of it. You know, so we'll get like new animation, new voice actors, and everything. But old storylines, which I appreciate, yeah. instead of trying to get some new, like, oh, we're gonna make it cooler or more rad now, and then completely change the character yeah. where it's unrecognizable and it's just not pleasant to watch. I don't think we're gonna get a dark like Snyderization of it. You know. Oh. So. What would the dark He-Man universe look? I don't like? want to know. I, I don't. Prob- want, probably. Don't care. No, no, dude. I don't want to know. <laughs> probably more like the Dolph Lundgren movie, right? Like they, the, sec- hey. the, the second that like the Snyderization checked out. No, no, just <laughs> no, no. You no, know what? No, it's not don't that, give him though. the idea. It, damn it! No, that. no, don't give Snyder the very inkling to even do this. No, Kevin Smith has Kevin Smith has the brains of it. Don't even associate no. that fucking name to something no. that might be interesting. Oh god! Because the first thing I'm going to think of is is going to be like, nope, not doing it. It's going to be too long. Well, oh, it'd be like eight hours long, and oh no, 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 nope. Right. I don't want to think about it. Uh-uh. I, I don't need. I don't. Uh-uh. I don't really necessarily need a forty-five minute long animated show, no. because you know, because thirty, thirty, twenty-eight to like thirty-one minutes isn't long enough for Snyder. He's he's got to have that extra fifteen minutes. God, he got to. He'd suck all the fun out of it. No, you know what? Sorry, Snyder. Don't be it. Yeah, but, well, don't do it. Okay. I don't think we have any worry of that, so you guys can settle down. I think Kevin Smith has a good grasp on this. He might go Kevin Smith. He is a big fan of Zack Snyder. He might let him do an episode, but God, no. you know, so whatever. Well, I guess it doesn't matter because I'm not watching it anyway. So, well, I'm definitely gonna watch <laughs> it, watching and it. we're gonna talk about it, and possibly if it's really, really, really good, maybe I can convince Adam. He's gonna say no, but maybe I can. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe though. No, <laughs> I really didn't like He Man. I didn't really like He Man growing up. The only reason why I watched it is because I had to watch He Man to watch fucking. I had to watch fuck. I figured out what came out before He Man. Then it was He Man. Then it was Silverhawks. So yeah. it was just like a in the way cartoon. Well, and I was like, I was too lazy as a kid to get up and change the channel to fucking like channel eighteen or twenty four, whichever the fuck one it was on. You you're totally right in the fact that I remember when we first met when we were wee little kids. Uh, I was definitely more of the He-Man fan, and you were definitely more of the G.I. Joe fan. And, well, uh, I mean, yeah. 
You well, there's had... so many cool Joes. I mean, dude, there's so many cool fucking week. He-Man figures, dude. Not like, really. yeah, dude, they're all awesome. Yeah, even no. the Shira ones are awesome. I got a box of them under my desk right now that I got to get to selling. You do. It's a fabulous box. Yeah. You, you know, you know the only benefit that I, I that I've, I've enjoyed out of He-Man. Period. What? Was the fact that my cat Bandit used to fucking play fetch with Skeletor's staff. Cool. Yeah. Literally, I would go to like my mom, like whenever it got lost, my mom would scour Grumman sales for another because she'd always ask me, "It's like where's that little thing that Bandit likes to play with the Skeletor staff, mom?" I'd like it's goes like go dig up my like go dig around in the basement, find the Skeletor. Like you're looking for this guy, but he should have a purple staff with a ram's head on it. And she's like, "Okay, purples." It's like let me just write that down. And then she'd go find another one. She'd buy the Skeletor. I'd throw the Skeletor out, and just for the ram's head, like literally, I went with her one time scouring, and I found one. And I asked the dude, "Can I just buy the staff?" And, and the like lady was like, "Well, don't you want the action figure too?" And I was like. I'm 16 years old. Does it look like I need a Skeletor action figure? Like, <laughs> I for need real. It. Like, and I explained it to her. I'm like, it's just a toy for my cat. He loves this thing. He always has. Like, when I first, you know, when I did play with He-Man action figures, that was his thing. He would steal the staff, and he you could throw it up the stairs, and he'd play fetch with it. It was fucking awesome. Other than that, really? Eh. Got no nostalgia for it. Got no use for it. Uh, I love it. We're gonna talk about it. Attaching next week. Kevin Kevin Smith doing the whatever for it means nothing to me. I mean, it could be George Lucas, it could be Spielberg, it could be fucking tag a name. I just don't give a fuck about E-Man. It's like how you feel about dinosaurs, dude. I don't care about dinosaurs. You yeah. have some deep seated issues about dinosaurs. I just although said, I do, I do. No, no, I it's do, a deep seated apathy about dinosaurs. I care nothing about dinosaurs. I just don't only, care. <laughs> the, the only other interesting thing I ever found about he, about He Man was the fact that like nobody can ever figure out that this asshole is fucking He Man. Like there's a handful <laughs> yes. of people who knew. Like it, it's not like fucking it's 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 not like fucking Clark Kent He Superman type thing where like he's at least got like a like a button down and some glasses and a tie on. You know, like Henry Cavill literally went to fucking. Uh, went to Times Square, was walking around with a pair of glasses on, and nobody fucking recognized him. He took the glasses off, and people recognized him. Yeah. <laughs> like, proving the point that, yes, the pair of glasses was a good enough disguise for fucking Superman. Because when you look at somebody with glasses, you just instantly think nerd, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> I guess. I, you know, I was like, I don't want to look at that fucking dork. When, wow, days. that's like a universal thing among society that I wasn't aware well, of. Well, it happens no. in like nearly every superhero movie with a, with a woman. If if she's got glasses on in the beginning, she's definitely a nerd. If she takes them off, she's no, a super uh, hot babe. Yeah, with the like, glasses like in the, on. In the, like in okay. the Batman cartoon, Selena Kyle. Like, okay, if she's got glasses on, nobody knows that she's fucking Selena Kyle. But the second she takes the glasses off and she's wearing tight spandex, hey, look, it's Catwoman. Like, like, <laughs> like, okay, so like, hey, we're looking at we're looking at Adam, aka fucking He Man. Like, oh, the second we take off his fucking his normal shirt and throw him in a fucking harness and give him a fucking sword, like, oh, it's He Man. Like, come on, man. Like, his hairstyle doesn't change. Nothing changes. He just goes from, hi, I'm wearing like some breeches and some boots and a fucking a shirt to wearing fucking loincloth and a harness and some fucking big furry boots and I have a huge sword and there's this big fucking armored saber-toothed cat who's the same coloration as my chicken shit fucking tiger <laughs> cat. Like... Cringer. Anyway, I digress. 
So maybe, so maybe we'll get Adam to watch it. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening to episode fifty-nine. You know, you know what? You know what, Trav? Uh, you know, I keep saying that I think you'll be you'll be okay with the last fucking episode. The last fucking episode of Supernatural. Fuck it, no, dude, you're gonna hate it. I probably will. I probably He's will hate cry. it. I probably will hate it. No, he, uh, whether or not he cries is one thing, but like, I don't think he'll like it. I'm not going to cry. I'll tell you that right now. It ain't happening. We'll see. I don't have any attachment to these motherfuckers uh-huh. that hard. But I, 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 you know what? I'll probably be completely indifferent to it and just happy that's over. I got, we got nine more episodes left. We're in season 15, episode 11, whatever. Look. We'll get to it when we get to it. This has been episode 59 of Radio Free Galaxy. Fucking almost to 60. That'll be like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say it'll be awesome, but I'm like, nah, it'll be just kind of whatever. Yeah, there'll be like 40 more to go for a hundo. But we are actually planning a giveaway. So stay tuned next week because 60 is a random number and we decided to do a giveaway for that random yeah. even number even numbers yeah, yeah. Woo-hoo. Woohoo! high five high even fives. numbers yeah yeah we, we did it we did it yeah. <laughs> well we didn't do it yet we will do it but as, possibly as rejoiced yeah. yeah so this one's over check us out on spotify check us out on apple itunes whatever the fuck that thing is uh, welcome to all our listeners in different countries this week. We see you out there in Turkey and Israel and Brazil. I'm watching yep. you. We got you. I'm watching you. Like, hi there. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Like, hey. <laughs> hey. By the way, hey, Turkey, can, 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 can we rename in, Istanbul back to Constantinople? Yeah. Pretty Even nice. old New York was once New Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> it changed. I can't say. Hey, like no copyright way. violations, Adam. What? Hey. Thanks for listening, you guys. How much did Warner Brothers pay for that? Huh? Yeah. Anyway, have a good one. Have a good one, guys. Take it easy. See you next time on Radio Free Galaxy.